welcome again to my new podcast on so continuing with the book the magic of failures by amol crale part 1 chapter 5 yesterday we i just read chapter 4 now i'm continuing with chapter 5 titled my passion discovered so amol crale speaking i'm just reading it this program was all about building a business around passion but i still did not know what my passion was i just knew that i had to change i knew my personality was limited and hence it would give me limited results i knew i had to become my next best version and i was determined to make that happen I was tired of living like a defeated player all my life. I was fatigued of fearing failure all my life. I was tired of feeling pathetic like a loser all my life. So my first task was to become more confident, more fearless, more outgoing, more energetic, more friendly, approachable and helping. this first lesson to all of us was the s a v e r s savers morning routine so it's like a short form s a v e r s now what what is meaning of s s means silence silence meant sitting quietly and in prayer or meditating or just silently observing nature and not giving power to internal chatter of the mind next is a a means affirmations affirmations are encouraging words you speak out loud to charge yourself motivate yourself and kick start your day next is v visualization visualization is a process of imagining how your future looks in flesh and blood as if it's real so that your subconscious mind gets clarity about what you want to create e exercise exercise is a physical activity you do to keep yourself fit and to generate some chemicals that boost your energy to achieve your goals r r means reading it is said that all successful people read one book per week to keep themselves updated with the happenings of the world and also to get a new perspective on things as scribing 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 or writing journal documenting your journey your thoughts writing down your goals and plans it's said to reinstate your expectations in your subconscious mind and therefore brings them to reality sooner than later so it's like a severe severe's program s a v e r s silence affirmation visualization exercise reading scribing after the levasa sessions we returned home but were in constant touch with dev via online tra- training sessions by the third month of dev's training a few people had dropped off from the program because they were not ready to put in the required effort and they did not believe in the process Dave's process was definitely slow but in my case I had surrendered to my guru 
I knew that I had no other way but to follow his process and do everything he asked to do. For a long time I had been on the same journey by myself but now I needed help. And there was already the person I admired and wanted to become like him. So not following the, his process was out of the question. The version of me who used to wake up at 8 a.m. was now out of the window. Now I started to wake up at 5 a.m. and started to practice saviors as a er savers. I followed this practice non-stop because Dave said we should. So I did not question. I did not try to go into the why, but just because he said we should do it, I went for it. I sat in prayer for 15 minutes. I started going to the gym to lose weight. I started enchanting affirmations every morning, even ending ended up disturbing my parents and my wife. But thankfully they did not make an issue of it. Rather they were very supportive. I started visualizing myself to be more confident, stylish and someone who has impacted a lot of people. I started reading one book per day and writing down my goals every single day. As months passed by, I became one of the top performers top performers in Dave's group. I did exactly as he expected me to do things. Jogis was also a quick action taker. I remember one day when they asked us to make videos. Jogis recorded 30 plus videos in one night. It inspired me to take massive action too. The only difference in Jogis case and my case was that I was still in a job and had not figured out a business ideas whereas Jogis had already been in the business for 2 years so his video messaging was clear to him all he had to do was pick up the stool and go for it looking at jogesh's journey and how fast he was moving scared him scared me a bit the desire in me to be my next best version and the debil- debilitating thoughts of not being good enough being a failure started coming back to me even though i was following dev's instruction to the t I started to become impatient with time and because I had got no tangible results so far I started to feel discouraged Imagine yourself getting up every single morning at 5 am and shouting on top of your lungs I am born to win I am awesome in public speaking skills and people love to hear from me I am great in conducting the physical workshop and many people have loved my workshop and still not becoming that person can get discouraging and frustrating at times that discouragement and that inner voice which said I can never make it became stronger and stronger every day then one day I called Jogesh and said to him I am quitting this program this process it's it's not working out for me I will just focus on my job. I may not be destined for great things in life in life. I might be just made to be a senior sales manager at the most. That time Jogesh counseled me and recommended you should not get disheartened. It's a process and we have to have faith in our mentor and his process. 
he coached me until i withdraw my plan of quitting had he not helped me that day i would not have been in a place in life where i am today for that i am eternally grateful to him i went back to the drawing board and was determined to know why was i not getting clarity about my passion what was the, the purpose of my life why was i sent on this earth for what was going to be my reason for being alive i shut myself in a room and on a saturday and i started to reflect upon what my what was my story what was i what was i good at was i always a failure had i never been good at anything did i never get a pat on the back were my parents never proud of me while thinking i went back in time i went back to where it all started my heart started beating faster i wanted to avoid this exercise but i wanted to know my truth i had to look in the eye of fear a long forgotten pain surged in me followed by a trail of fears i could not stop them so i let them flow i started to generalize my thoughts because i knew generalizing would dissipate the pain a bit it was 22nd of march 1989 my little sister arti was born that day we were living in a small version of happily ever after world my dad would work very hard to accord us with all happiness in the world and my mother would take care of all household chores and our studies one day my dad came home for lunch at 2 pm as usual he parked his bicycle arti was very fond of my dad's bicycle as usual she went and started playing after a few minutes we heard a big sound we rushed to see what it was about we saw arti had fallen from the bicycle and she was crying on top of her top of her voice she was sight she was shouting papa maja pot khub dekho kahta hai please mala help kara means my stomach is hurting please help me my dad was worried all our neighbors came she was in terrible pain my dad and few of our neighbors took her to the hospital her pain was getting severe she was not able to bear the pain the doctor checked her and gave her a pain killer so that she would get some relief then the doctor said to my dad we need to do her blood test and sonography my friends my parents felt a little worried and asked the doctor is there anything serious doctor replied we will come to know once we get all the reports next day my parents took arti to the lab for her blood test and sonography she was still in the pain but had got some relief as soon as the report came we went to the doctor and showed him the reports the doctor saw the report 
and with a creased forehead he told my dad that arti has a tumor in her stomach and they needed to check if the tumor was malignant or not my parents were really stressed now my dad was not going to shop for a few days because of arti's illness after after a couple of days we got the tumor report and we went to the doctor doctor saw the report and dropped the bone cell it's not great news your daughter has a third stage cancer my dad broke down and requested the doctor to save her life i can do anything to save her doctor said to my dad but arthi needs to get operated on an urgent basis and the cost would be around 3 to 3.5 lakhs my dad gave that news to mom and she completely broke down i was 5 year old that at that time i now was just an observer my parents were running around arranging for money buying medicines and taking care of my sister i was watching them stressed hurt clueless sad sorry and broken my dad was earning just rupees 5000 as a salary at that time and we were living on rent the big question for dad was how to arrange money for the operation he borrowed money from a lender on a huge interest rate and made the payment to the hospital the operation date arrived and my sister who was just 3 years old was about to go through a major operation of her life she got operated but the doctor advised my parents that we needed to take care of her and be careful so that the cancerous tissues do not grow again she was back at home and we all were very happy that everything would be fine now we started our life again as usual dad started going to shop mom was mom was taking care of arti and me as we were in complete financial mess there were some days when we would not even get the 3 meals of a day we would eat once in a day as my dad had a huge outstanding loan besides he had to take care of the house rent and the day to day to day expenses which were becoming unmanageable life was in the doldrums but again a few years later arti started feeling pain and she was not able to bear the pain we took her to we took her to the doctor again the same tests started blood test sonography etc but this time the doctor took my dad to his to the side and told him that arthi was in the final stage of cancer and they would not be able to save her they told us to take her home we brought her home we did not have any option 
but to pray to God and ask God to save her life. One day, one of my dad's friends and his wife came in the morning at around 6 a.m. My dad and mom were sleeping late in the night for a few days. Arthi was in lot of pain. She would cry to my parents and ask them to let her go. That day, she slept at around 4 a.m. When my dad's friend friend came with his wife to see Arthi, they rang the doorbell. My dad opened the door. My dad's friend said, "We are going to our native place and we thought to visit Arthi before Arthi before leave before we leave." They had brought coconut water for Arthi. Dad's friend tried to wake her wake her up, but she was not responding. He thought she might be in a deep sleep as she had. slept late after an hour my dad's friend's wife tried to wake her up but again she did not respond we got worried my dad's friend checked her pulse and it had stopped her body was cold She was no more. She was no more. She expired on 22nd August 1993. I was 7 years old when that incident happened. That incident shook me and our entire family. I cannot imagine the amount of pain my parents had to go through in those years they had seen my sister dying bit by bit and were not able to do anything about it they had their own sorrows to deal with and i had my own i started to feel lonely within the house my parents were recovering from the pain of losing her their child and i started to crave for their attention Now when I look back I can feel their pain but that time I was too young to understand what was going on it happened all of a sudden and it was an un- unbearable loss thankfully a couple of years later my mother gave birth to another girl child My parents believed that Arthi had come back. They named her Priyanka. I had another sister now. My as we grew older, my parents wanted to transfer us to an English convent school. My uncle dissuaded my dad from taking this decision as convent schools were expensive. and it would not sit well in my dad's income level but my parents were determined to give us good education no matter what the cost i started in yogiraj sri krishna vidyalaya till the 4th standard 
and was and was very good in studies i was a topper in the school but my parents decided to enroll us in holy cross high school located at korla mumbai i still remember getting admission in holy cross was not easy my dad would wake up at 4 am for a few days for the admission process he would go stand in the queue take the admission form and after a lots of effort i was able to get the admission i moved to the holy cross high school from 5th standard i was in the top 10 till 7th standard but suddenly from 8th standard my score started to dip my dad started to get angry at my low performance he had taken so much pain in getting us into a good school and i not performing well got really frustrating for him his anger did not help me either i got more and more scared of failure i was scared of my dad meanwhile just on a funny note i want to share with you an episode from 8th standard i started liking a girl in my chol but i could not propose to her because i was scared of my parents finding out so i decided to send her a love letter she showed that she showed that love letter to her mother and her mother brought that love letter to my parents a big scene was created because of that love letter and i was shamed a lot from all corners i stopped going out and playing with friends i was too embarrassed to hang out with them after that incident in ninth standard my classmates started teasing me for wearing thick spectacles i had been wearing them from the fifth standard they making fun of me irritated me more and more and that triggered me to fight with those guys therefore more complaints started traveling home because of my anger issues these incidents had started affecting my studies crucially i still remember my marks in the ninth standard i got 5 marks in algebra and 8 marks in geometry and my roll number was 13 the teachers would give the papers by calling the roll numbers and announcing the marks in front of the class after hearing my marks a few students gave me looks as if i have committed some big crime thankfully i got promoted to ninth standard and did not lose a year as soon as i reached in 10th standard i decided to put in a lot of effort my parents wanted to become a doctor I wanted to fulfill their dream and started to wake up at 4 a.m. every day to study but I could not focus. I had difficulty remembering anything. To remember things, I started writing questions and answer each chapter 5 times so that it could go in my mind but nothing happened. Somehow I cleared my 10th standard with 54 54.80 marks percent. 54.80% marks but with such a percentage it was very difficult to get admission in college my family was not happy with the score but they they inspired me to take science 
I opted for science and somehow got promoted to 12th standard. I started working very hard for my 12th exams but the disease of fear and low kya kahenge that is what would people say was so deep rooted in my in me that I chose to quit. I decided not to appear for any exam. Actually I forgot whatever I studied for my first paper. I came home and cried a lot. I declared that I would not go for any other exam. I was so depressed and I would always curse god why me my dad and mom encouraged me to appear for the 12th standard final exams i was really finding it very difficult to focus on studies i started i started working hard again and somehow finally i was able to clear my 12th standard with 50% marks it was a very low score My parents had a dream of me becoming a doctor. I appeared for the medical entrance exam but I did not crack it and hence would not get admission in any medical college in Mumbai. My dad took me to Karnataka to see if I could get admission in one of the medical colleges there. But there also I encountered a blind wall. I felt shattered. I felt like a loser. who could not fulfill the dreams of his parents every day i felt more and more depressed now my parents advised me to join bsc as usual my struggle with the studies continued i i got kt in my first year which i cleared in the second year i got kt in the second year which i cleared in the third year now it was the time of third year this time i did not want to fail and i started working harder but history repeated i failed it i failed in my final year graduation exam my fear and lok kya kahenge disease was stronger than my dreams at one point i was severely depressed and i had a thought to end it all and the struggle once and for all by committing suicide committing suicide but something inside me stopped me i told my parents that i did not want to study any further my parents convinced me to complete at least graduation they said if i was not a graduate i would find it difficult to get a job however i agreed on one condition that i would work and study they did not agree they did not agree but this time i was firm in my decision i did not want to be a burden on my parents they agreed i started working with the vodafone mini store as a sales executive i would work during the day and study at night i was finally able to crack my graduation exam in second attempt with 50% in 2008 Now the big question in my house was what next My parents told me that being only a graduate will not help me get ahead in life They advised me to take some professional course which could help me to get a good job I started researching on which course to take 
and I came across two courses. First one is PG Diploma in Packaging Technology. This was for two years. And second is PG Diploma in Clinical Research. This was for one year. I wanted to do an easy course because I did not want to fail again. My mindset had become very weak. I finally decided to enroll in a PG Diploma course in Clinical Research. This time I was able to clear my PG Diploma in first attempt. Smile. Now it was time to enter the corporate world. With so many failures in my education, I was scared to go for interviews. I failed in back to back 5 to 6 interviews before finally getting a decent job. But I was really not enjoying my job because the two two diseases didn't leave me. That is fear and log kya kahenge. I was scared to talk to my boss and clients. I told my dad that I want to start a business. He was not ready. He wanted me to work in a corporation. Corporation. Corporation, yeah. But somehow I convinced him. I started my first business of mobile shopping where I was selling prepared cards and mobiles. It started well, but I found it difficult to handle a few customers because I was scared and fearful. I was not able to handle it and I failed again. I started I started my second business selling ladies kurti. I failed in that business also. I started a third business we serve education in partnership with one of my friends but again I failed. I was literally upset with my wife and failure with my life. It's not wife. I was literally upset with my life. failures I decided to move back to the corporate life again and started working because of so many failures and obstacles in life I had lost my courage and had become pathetic in communication skills during the course I somehow managed to crack the interview of times and started my corporate life again but even after testing success in the job I was not feeling I was not feeling satisfied and fulfilled. I kept feeling that there was something missing. For 2 years I kept searching for that missing link link before finding a mentor in Dev. So this is a journal he wrote. This process of journalizing, journaling went on for the whole of the whole of the Saturday. It was cathartic. I had relieved relived some of the painful memories of my life but i had a revelation in writing down my past i could connect links and could see the repetition in failures one after another and in doing so i also realized that most of my failures were a result of my fear of what people will think i realized this i realized that This fear had kept me paralyzed for all, all these years. This revelation or clarity was no less than an in, invention for me. I had fo- finally discovered that if I took care of the fe- fear of people's opinion and judgments, that is again I will read, if I took care of the fear of people's opinion and judgments, 
I would not fail anymore in life and I would achieve everything that I set out to achieve from now on. And if I could fix this broken link in my life which was responsible for playing the broken record of my failed life, I could help others to do to do the same. This was a breakthrough moment for me. I had found my passion, mission and vision. I wrote it down in my journal. Here is what I wrote. Passion impacting millions of lives. Mission. I am on a mission to transform 100 million lives and helping them to become version 2.0 in all seven key domains of life that is mental, spiritual, physical, family, financial, personal and career. Vision. I have become a champion and legend in self development industry where I am recognized by industry leaders like Tony Robbins, Robin Sharma and others for my exceptional contribution. That's a eureka moment. Okay, so this is chapter 4, the passion discovered. So it's like a very he shares his own life how he goes through the failures. and connecting the links he discovered that what's the passion what was that thing which which was stopping him from getting successful in life what was the reason for so many repeating failures is the fear of people log kya kahenge fear so it's, it's a disease okay so i'll continue tomorrow with chapter 6 So now we discovered passion vision and mission the question is how will do it so next chapter is the pursuit of how okay thank you very much we'll continue tomorrow